Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Sovereign Self. And today we are going to discuss rocking your sacred purpose. And we all have one of these. I know at different points in your journey, it can be a little confusing and flustering. And I have no idea where I'm going. It's all these disjointed pieces. Well, that's part of our discussion today is starting to scrape all that into a pile and gain some clarity on how you move into that. But before we introduce Daniel Hanneman, I would like to invite you to join the nearly 9,000 people who have discovered their personal spiritual superpower. Many of us have felt that, well, I'm not special, I'm not powerful, I don't have anything big to contribute. And a lot of times life and society have told us that we are not powerful, we are not special, blah, 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 blah. And the other thing that makes it challenging to sometimes come into your gifts and what you're here to do is oftentimes your superpower to you it's always been there it's just who you are and is unnoticed as the air you breathe and that's why i created this quiz so if you go to superpowerquiz.us you can learn what is special about you today that's superpowerquiz.us so back to our show here. Daniel John Hanneman has an extensive background as a personal counselor, a certified hypnotist, and combined business professional backgrounds in energy scanning, energy clearing, spiritual life coaching, intuitive business coaching, channeling, metaphysics, religious science, hypnosis, psychology, motivational techniques, and personal business development systems, which is a whole shitload. I suspect he is also a perpetual student the way I am with that list of interests. <laughs> and uh, so he has uh, co-authored a book, Wake Up and Live the Life You Love, Living in Abundance, which was featured internationally with renowned legends, including Anthony Robbins, Wayne, Dr. Wayne Dyer, Dr. Michael Beck, and Dr. Michael Beckwith. There we go. The lips will start working here sometime soon. Daniel is the creator of Your Sacred Purpose, that is unleashing the hidden greatest potential within world-changing empaths, healers, and spiritual entrepreneurs by loving all of themselves, including their full power, their greatest gifts, their truest purpose, and the ability to deepen the awakening of consciousness on this planet while enjoying profound money success. Welcome, Daniel. I'm so happy to have you here with me. Oh, thanks. Thank you so much, Sophia. I am so grateful and honored to be here tonight with you. Absolutely. Well, and having gone through that whole list of, of interests and certifications and accomplishments, I know a lot of people hear that and go, oh, my God, he can do that, but I could never. And so why don't you take us back to where you started from? Were you always, you know, this tuned in and turned on and on track? Or did you have uh, a moment of discovering who you actually were? Oh, yeah, lots of those. <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I was just a shy, introverted kid and uh, nothing, you know, nothing really that remarkable about me uh, as a kid. Like nobody would say like, other than he's nice, he's really nice and he's quiet. He's really <laughs> nice and he's quiet. Oh, what is he? He's really nice and quiet. Uh, and that's basically how I showed a up. A parent's dream, <laughs> a nice, quiet kid. <laughs> well, exactly. I was like the prodigal son, they, they, they would even say, because I was uh, the quiet youngest one of the two and my sister was five years older than me and she liked to cause some problems sometimes and things like that so then i i always had the grace you know the princess younger child so <laughs> i did have that grace but i also had a whole lot of issues because as i started to you know grow up and whatnot i i ran into bullying because i was uh nicer and sensitive and all that and without getting into the stories but basically just uh, people trying to you know tell me what to do or you know do this do that be the class clown and i like that idea it was entertaining to me but then when i say no i don't want to do those things then these same people are attacking me and bullying me and all that kind of stuff so just things that sound so small to the adult mind like oh that's not that bad right oh but it's massive when you're a kid right, exactly and yeah. you know, most those things start, uh, I even feel from past lives, right? Like they evoke, cause I feel like those people were in my life in the past, right? So all of a sudden here we are, same dynamic in another- Here we go again. <laughs> right, here we go again. And, and uh, you know, I stood up to um, this person as part of my soul agreements, right? I'm like, no, I won't. And you know, no, then no more and whatever it was. And like, yeah. so anyway, the, the bottom line was, yeah, this sense of persecution, attack, which became like a pattern in my life. Uh, shortly after that, yeah, I fell into a lot of anxiety and depression going into high school. I was, uh, my, my sister got pregnant at a pretty young, you know, I mean, not really that young compared to some people, 20 years old, but she didn't know who the father was and all that. So I declared, I will not be that kind of man. And then I was, <laughs> wouldn't even get near girls then, right? <laughs> Already, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I won't even get close to breathe on a girl, right? <laughs> so I just uh, was very to myself and just trying to find my way in the world and got into creative writing. Uh, that was kind of an escape and journaling. And, and then I got into psychology as I went through college and started coming out of my shell there, there a bit, but I still ran into depression and feeling excluded and all that kind of stuff as yeah. well. Now, then, question for you. As you were coming up, did you realize you had any particular psychic gifts in that time or was this like a later in life sort of discovery? More so later in life. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I, I knew that I could predict things and understand things and I wasn't always accurate, but I was pretty, you know, I'd win bets and uncanny things. And, but it was very small. It wasn't like I was noticing any massive, the biggest, the most remarkable thing that was always present with me was a sense of connection, the sense of, I feel like I can make things happen. I could move objects I, and I didn't, but like I would try to change the the, the uh, traffic signals. And I, I just felt like there's a way of setting your intention and creating your reality. And I didn't learn any of this stuff from anybody, but that was just the vibe I was already in. And uh, so that I was aware of, but I wasn't aware that I had, you know, intuitive gifts. I wouldn't have thought of it that way. Right. Okay. So you, you started coming out of your shell when you discovered psychology. How did your path unfold from there? What brought you into the more intuitive side of things? 
Yeah, in psychology, you know, bachelor's degree, there was no real, you know, uh, demonstration of that. But when I got into my master's degree, after I went into sales doing cold calls to get over my stuff, <laughs> I had hundreds of cold calls a week doing copiers um, for a few years. I went into clinical psychology where, again, I was persecuted. I was told I was too quiet, too low key. Um, I was told that, um, uh, you know, you have social, you're too socially awkward and all this stuff. And um, you ask too many questions, you know, like you, you're asking all of us the same questions. And what are you trying to pit us against each other? I'm like, that's your problem. If you think I'm trying yeah, to. Yeah, you've, you've got an issue if that's what you're thinking. <laughs> I'm like, you guys are the one who needs some. They told me I needed psychoanalysis. That maybe that was true in a way, but maybe you need some psychoanalysis Analysis as well. <laughs> Just for a different issue on the other end of the spectrum. Right, right exactly. So, uh, I learned, you know, that wasn't the only time. My dad always says, if you're an innovator, truth teller, you know, you're going to be persecuted. You people are not always going to like it. And that's what I learned. I, I should have run your numbers before we came into the show, because I'm betting you've got a five in there. Uh, <laughs> Probably more than one, because right. they are these innovators. They're on the bleeding edge. They bring diverse uh, technologies together into a field that's never seen them before. Yeah, it's, it's a very pioneering energy. Yeah, so I, I, so I was ridiculed. I got fired from my first job out of getting my master's degrees after being held back a year because of what they perceived were issues I had. They, but in in graduate school, I was perceived as having these massive abilities to diagnose and understand people. I was really seen in that way. I was seen by by per, the professors and other students as this guy knows what's going on. What's going on with Daniel? You know, so it's like I was getting both feedbacks. You know, you got these deficits, which they probably were true to some degree, but they're ex exaggerated. And then they had this perception that I had um, this great gift as well. But I was told, you're, you can't even be a therapist. And, you know, you're oh, not even going to be good enough for that. And, you know, and so, you know, tell me I can't do something. I am the kind of person I'm like, yeah, screw you. <laughs> exactly. You've thrown down the gauntlet. <laughs> right. Here we go. I'm going to become a therapist. But I did lose my first job. Um, they just, you know, you, you, you're just not fitting in or whatever, you know, and then I went to another job shortly after, after being so crushed after all that stuff. And then I started to thrive because I was clicking with the people I was with and with the people I was working with. Right. So yeah, you know, you're in the right environment doing your right work. Now everything's working because I was being more spiritual in that particular job too, working with the so-called chronically mentally ill. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, like people, are, oh, they're crazy. Well, I didn't see them that way, right? So I was able to bring healing to them by simply seeing them as what they really were and bringing them empowerment, you know, through the, the counseling and all that sort of stuff that I did. And yeah, just that that a gift that i had just kept showing up me calling people by their birth names and just forgetting their name they call them by their birth name just little weird things like that as well would happen and then then i started breaking through where when i went online and started doing coaching especially and did the, all the other things you said i did hypnosis trainings and you know became a practitioner in science of mind and you know got licensed with that but i, I started I started uh, working with people online through phone calls and stuff. 
And I just uh, started to realize like I could tune into them and had these experiences off uh, offline as well of just feeling like I could know anything and everything at any time, just because I was opening so much. And then what I asked for was the ability to ground that gift. And then I got this energy scan te technique that I teach to people to ground your energy for empaths like me mm -hmm. and focus your gift, trust your gift and be able to tune into people uh, to their energy and chakras, things like that. And then be able to help them, you know, from that space, whether it's coaching and or healing and uh, support them uh, on that path. But it took me a long time to really trust that guest. The first several hundred times I did it, really, you know, I'd have runs of confidence, but I'd also have runs of doubt too. Like, yeah, nothing's real. I don't even see these people back then. It's like, I don't even know what reality am I in? This is all crazy. Right? So, <laughs> a pretty wild time, but eventually I got to where, no, I, got embodied with it. I say, I always say about a thousand energy scans in doing the work. I was like, okay, I'm, I, I feel like a master at this now. So okay. Excellent. Help other people to do it. Yeah. I, uh, we have a caller calling in who has okay. a question. Marianne from New York is on the line. Would you like to take that call now? That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. Good evening. Hey, um, Marianne. Good evening. Um, from the greatest city of the world. <laughs> well, um, we, we can argue that point later. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is also the only city that never sleeps. Well, this is true. <laughs> you can't argue that point. So uh, what's your question, Marianne? Well, after seven years of living a very bad existence in an environment that is very toxic to people who are highly sensitive, friend of mine comes and tells me, you're going to do a business, and you're going to do it soon. And it's all based on what happened in the past seven years. And I still have no idea what I'm going to do. Yes, I'm going to start out not being paid. That's, it's irrelevant, you know, because you can do what you love. Somebody's always going to follow. So what am I doing? Because supposedly it's supposed to start soon. Okay. So, um... What, what's your actual question? There was a lot of background there. What, what is, is it you want to know? What is the business I am about to start? I know it's a one-on-one -on -one business where I'm dealing with one client at a time or a client in the family, you know, me and a client's family at a time. But what is that business? I know it's related to social services, but what exactly is it? All right. Okay. What what have you got, Daniel? <laughs> well, I love that she wants to be so clear so fast. I love that. I don't know that we're going to get that totally pinned down in one uh, quick full and swoop, but I, I can tune into it a little bit for you to support you. Um, so let me see what I come up with. I can only just share the messages that come through. I'm not here to say, oh, it's absolutely anything in like two or three minutes. So, um Okay. Yeah. Around or no? Okay. Uh, she probably got disconnected, but she'll get the answer through oh, okay. the broadcast. All right. so. so let me tune into that for a moment. Okay. Oh, there she is. Oh, there she is. Okay. I don't know why we're getting that dial tone in the background. Okay, so I feel I just feel that there's a lot of yeah, I feel there's a lot of pressure that's been on you, you know, on your energy. And so I feel like that 
that's because I feel all this pressure when you're like, I got to figure out what is it? <laughs> so I feel this pressure, like coming into the back of your field and okay. So what am I getting is to get to your question. Um, um, well, you've got a very calculating nature. So you're able to understand or perceive what's lacking, what's needing, you know, like it's kind of like a, a chef's taste. I, I get like, you're like, mm, what's this need? What's that need? So I feel like you can be very particular about things. Um, that can be a benefit to the right types of people. So people are like, I don't, I don't want to be guessing at this thing. I want to know exactly what I need. And that's the kind of person you are. So I feel like you need to serve people in a way that <clears throat> might be, okay, it might be social work, but it, it's something where you're able to um, exact, in a more exacting way, hit exactly what it is that they need. So you're able to calculate that, to tune into that. And so you've got a quick, you know, you've got quick um, uh, instincts and intuitions, but you don't, you have this big trust issue. So, so transcending that trust issue is like your, your big spiritual cross, so to speak in this life, if you want to call it that. And, and trans uh, transmuting that is going to be the thing that's going to make things happen for you more so than all the mental clarity, what you're supposed to do in the world. So, but I can just say that, you know, you could help people. You could be a great salesperson. Like, this is what you need. You know, you take a stand for different thing or be a great advocate for people and really, yeah. you know, get in that enrollment energy for those things. So those are just the first things that I get. Yeah, the, the thing that popped up for me, I'm sorry. Say I um, try to get the kick in the ass to go do certain things. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, well, there fire, is an fire, activation fire energy required for everything we start. The thing that they were showing me was like a roadmap. You're going to be a provider of a roadmap to people. I don't know who who the people are, but it's like, here's the steps to get from where you are to where you want to go. Here's your map. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, you could be a, a someone that helps be that that guide, that resource um, to help them on their on their on a path. Um, but that what you're helping people with specifically, um, I think, really has to do with helping them to transcend their their fears and doubts. Because usually, what it is that we're trying to learn is what we're going to be teaching. Okay, so, that so we. Make a lot of we are up on our break already, Marianne. Thank you so much for calling in. Just two two words for you before you depart. They're telling me go play. You don't have to know okay. today. Go play. Go so, play. Go play. So don't beat yourself around the issue. Take your mind off of it. Go do something you enjoy, and you'll be surprised what pops in for you. So we are going to go to the break. If you out there in listener land have, uh, have a question you'd like us to address after we come back from the break, uh, please feel free to dial in. I see that Bill from San Diego is waiting on the line, so we'll take him when we get back and hang with us. We will be right back. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Go to TellZofia, that's T-E-L-L-Z-O-F-I-A.com. Drop me a quick note and let me know. 
How has this show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That's tellzofia.com. Your opinion is critical in informing where I take the show next. Thank you so much and live soul first. In a Realm is a free monthly holistic health magazine that promotes total health and wellness of body, mind, and spirit. We're a much-loved community resource for both alternative and traditional healing. We're in our 24th year of educating our readers about innovative therapies aimed at stress reduction, emotional healing, diet modification, energy healing, body movement therapies like yoga and tai chi, and so much more. Restore your soul, find your balance, and elevate your life with Inner Realm. Find us at innerrealmmagazine.com. Get Unchained. Tune in every Monday for Jane Unchained on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Featuring nationally recognized, best-selling author, TV journalist, and social media influencer, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Jane Unchained Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I am still here with Daniel Hanneman, intuitive business consultant and coach extraordinaire. And we have been taking a few live calls here, and we have Bill from San Diego waiting on the line. So let's see what Bill needs. <laughs> is this what Bill Prosman? It is Bill. Sophia, I know so you. Great to talk to you. It's I wasn't always fun. This opportunity. Excellent. So, what's your question, Bill? So, I'm really curious um, about something, and this may be a question for you, for Daniel, or both, or maybe all of us. You know, we're all in this doing the work, and I've had so many people say that it's okay to leave other people behind. Now, that's. I'm not military, but my family is military. And the idea of leaving somebody behind who's in trouble is anathema. You know, you want to bring everybody mm-hmm. home that you can. And yeah. um, so I'm, I'm just curious about maybe some guidance on that. Do we allow people to be where they are, even if we love them and want them to come with us? Or yeah. do we that's, sort of that's, that's take them one with us a lot of people, I think, struggle with. What's your insight on that, Daniel? I have my own, but I'll let you go first. Yeah, I mean, that's a big question. I mean, I don't have a pithy, you know, like, oh, boom, you know, some trite answer for that. Um, I would just say that, I, yeah, I understand, I understand like where you're coming from. I understand the perspective that you can leave people behind, so to speak. The way I look at it just in general, um, if you have a specific question, let us know. But I guess in general is that 
we're, we are all infinitely one and connected. So in that level, we never really leave people now in a sense of like, Hey, we left people, you know, that country and we shouldn't have left them there, whether it's Afghanistan or wherever it may be. Um, you know, yes. <laughs> and our human self, we're going to say, that's not right. We should have taken them with and all that. And we have all that injustice. But whatever that is that's going on inside of us, we still have to examine that and say, usually when we're if we're particularly if it's particularly heavy for us, um, even if it was like it's in your job description not to do that, if it's really heavy for you, there's something in that to look at within your own soul path. Typically, I'm not saying it's true for you. I'm just saying like often that's true. Where have maybe you felt left behind? You know where how are you feeling left behind and to take a look at that because it's there's like this big cosmic unfoldment there's so many tragedies and things going on that sounds so crazy why would these things be happening but one part of it is that we're supposed to listen to it and discover like what is that trying to tell me and so um i'm not here necessarily to answer that for you but <laughs> that's just the wisdom i want to share around that particular subject it is it's a very heart-wrenching topic i think for everybody to consider yeah, yeah. i i know it's one that i've struggled with myself and i know wake awakening late in life my inclination was oh i'm gonna shake everybody else awake and drag them with me <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I tried that for a while. I mean, we, we experiment with these things. And as I've matured into my awakening and gone through some of these experiences and more specifically got to understand what soul contracts are and what they're about, um, you can't actually bring anyone with you until they're ready to go. It's a lot like... Um, it's a lot like recovery from like an addiction until they're ready to give it up you can try and help them all day long but it will be a waste of your time and energy and effort you're better off served helping someone else who's ready and willing and moving forward than to try to deliberately wake someone up who's not ready to go. That doesn't mean you can't share your experience or some of the ahas that you've had or the wonderful things that have unfolded for you, but there's a difference between sharing this is what's happening for me and going, you must want this for yourself as well. And so I've, I've kind of gotten to the point of if you're in an experience in your life and you're not ready to leave it for whatever reason, you can stay in that experience. I will support that. I won't, what do I want to say, enable you if it's something that's really hurtful. Uh, but if you're not really ready to be rescued, I'm not going to drag you kicking and screaming over my shoulder out of wherever it is you're at. Does that make sense, Bill? Yeah, I'm I'm loving this because, um, of course, I came prepared with a follow-up question. Do we have time? Uh, we'll make it a quick one, and then we'll wrap it. Sure. So the, the follow-up is, so what do you do with people who are, say, in different religions that feel that they've got the only way forward and you don't? And ah. they're people that you love very much, perhaps in your family. Mm. You You love them, and you love them. I mean, that's, that's really all you can do, right? Because religion at its highest and best is like this roadmap to a relationship with the divine. But the challenge with religion is people. 
<laughs> and there are, are no people kidding. motivations yeah. that get imputed into that religion oftentimes and there's a power and control dynamic sometimes that starts to happen and play out and one of the power and control dynamics is that we are the only ones who know the true god in the true way and everybody else is going to hell um that does not jive with my understanding of a loving God. That does not jive with my understanding of oneness. And my personal discernment on that is that that's a man, ego, power, control thing that's gotten inserted into religion. Now, you're not going to convince anybody of that who's in that mindset. So I love them and I say thank you for your concern because frequently they're telling me I'm going to hell. <laughs> Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad that you're concerned for me. Um, I'm, I'm good. I'm glad that you found something that you like. And then I try not to discuss religion or politics with them. I've got about a 10 or 20 <laughs> second response here is just, it, it's really powerful. I've seen this really work out really well and myself and for others is to do exactly what Sophia is saying and be willing to understand and learn from them in other words you might understand all the concepts they usually throw at you and you're like no i don't believe that but try to keep understanding where they're coming from why they're saying the things they're saying and keep curious and you know that can be sometimes the most influential thing we can do um to support other people that are maybe caught in things that really you can see aren't helping them that great and also it helps um for the energy and the relationships so that's another thing yeah, love and, and curiosity are the things to kind of lead with um, because that's not what they're leading with, but they're motivated by love for you, which is why they're coming with the, the fear and the uncertainty and doubt and all the things that come along with that. Thanks for calling us today, Bill. We appreciate you dialing in. Thanks for we taking my question. Great show, you guys. Keep it up. Thank you. Thanks. So we have... We have another caller on the line. Diane from Texas is on hold for us. Let's welcome Diane. Diana, sorry. Hi. Hi. Thanks for How taking are my you? call. <laughs> so I'm tell healing. us. Slowly, but I'm healing. Yay. Yes. We like healing. What's your question for yes. today? Okay. My big question for today will I ever be able to earn an income using my education and my gift? with the health challenges that I have. Mm. Okay. And what's your intuitive on that, Daniel? Yeah, Zofia's tuning in. All right, let's see what I'm getting on that. All right. Well, one thing, to, I, I'm a channel too. So it's just like, I'm just kind of getting, um, yeah, this, so this is great that you're experiencing uh, this healing. Um, so this empowerment that wants to happen for you is, is is the big thing so the first thing is to feel more personally empowered in your life overall is what i'm getting for you that you you do matter that you can you know create the space for the life that you want rather than what others might say that you should be doing and that you can create that space to become empowered in that and enroll you know enroll or get connected with people that can help you with that in the world and um to yeah keep focused on the, the your dreams and desires uh, i really feel like for you that's the key you have to stay focused on that whether it ever happens or not we have to live in the energy of what it is that's calling to us is, is the message i'm getting and um if you get too caught up in a, is it going to happen or not sometimes that's the trap like 
you stay focused on it, yes, the chances of it happening goes up a lot. <laughs> but um, the main thing is to focus on what, where you're being called to focus in your life and let, let the things unfold from there. That's that's what I'm getting. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go at it from a little bit more practical, uh, tactical side mm-hmm. of things. Um, they don't call me the practical mystic for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and having walked the recovery path, Uh, One thing that is important to remember as you're going through this recovery process and moving into that empowerment of better health um, is that, whoo, the thought just went away, is that you don't have to color in everybody else's lines. Okay, there are a lot of business processes out there, systems out there. You have to show up every day. You have to do this every day. And a lot of times when you're in that recovery phase, you have good days and then you have slumpy days and you have good days and you have slumpy days. And I found my friend is automation because it makes me look like I'm always up and on. Even when I'm having a slumpy day, I can go have my slumpy day and the email still goes out or the post still happens on Facebook or whatever the thing is. People can apply to have a program or whatever with me without me having to be on my feet and feeling fabulous. Does that make sense? So automation can definitely be your friend and structure it in a way that is supportive to you first and the client second. Okay. So yeah. that's the advice that I have there. And yes, you can do this thing, my dear. It may not be on the time frame and in the way that your mental brain thinks it's going to be, but I see a clear path, but it's not a straight path. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> the soul likes to take these meandering routes. Thank you so much for your call today, Diana. Thank you for having me. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. So that was fun. Let's see here. Uh, We were discussing before the callers your journey going into discovering rocking your purpose. Mm -hmm. So you discovered you had this gift for diagnosis when you were in psychology. Mm -hmm. Uh, Where did you go from there? Where did your path take you? So, yeah, like I said, I went into the field then and started, you know, had those experiences, got fired from that first job then got working with the chronically mentally ill in an environment that supported me, even got sold away to another company in short order, like within months. Oh, I hate that. (laughs) Well, it was great because I made more money and all that kind of stuff. And so I got promoted because I was doing the things that were really um, more in alignment for me. So that's the thing we have to be in alignment with what we're doing. Otherwise we could feel like failures doing things that aren't really aligned with our highest and greatest, you know, purpose. So, so that's, that's the key. That's something I learned through that. And then from there, then I just, um, as around the time I was, I already, I got married, I had my stepdaughter and everything. Uh, but then as I was starting about to have my, my own biological kids, so to speak, I, I'd really had a firm idea. Like I want to be on my own. I want to, you know, be there with my kids as they grow up and all that. And then that's when I, um, 
you know, started to work online and started doing the the stuff where uh, I started using my my gifts. Um, I started to have a cracking open and psychically of of what was possible, and and then I needed something to ground it. So it's like that's where this energy scan technique I use was born, and now I've trained you know hundreds of not thousands of people around the world to utilize these uh, this technology to allow them to be able to perceive and tune into people's energies and chakras and overall to support people and healing and counseling them or coaching them, whatever may be the case to be able to perceive at that, that deeper level. So my my whole business, you know, to help people with their passion, their purpose and healing work started to take off when so, you claimed that gift and started sharing the world online. Yeah. I, I'd like to dig in a little bit deeper because I'm always intrigued by people who come up with their own thing, their own way that they fill in the blanks. So how did you come up with your part- particular take on the energy scan how did that show up for you yeah i asked because i i was so i was feeling so diffuse i felt like i was just all over the place like i just felt like i was literally living all over the place in people's fields and everything so i said i need to get grounded i need a i want to focus this energy more and then i asked for the guidance and they 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 kind of visually showed me steps to take and gave me a clue on how i could do that and then that's kind of where where it got started it's just them showing you know the guidance showing me how to do it that's awesome was this something that you did in meditation or did it come as a dream? I love digging into the (laughs) details. It was through meditation, meditating and then asking for those answers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Now, I know one of the things I hear a lot from people at various stages in their journey as they're becoming their own boss, so to speak, because there aren't a whole lot of, hey, we need an intuitive over here jobs. why is it that, for example, speaking your truth, receiving financially, actually being of service in offering a sale to someone, um, how does that jive with conscious evolution and enlightenment and all these things? Because all of those tools, for example, I consider them all tools, can be used very badly. We see that routinely on social media. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but they can also be used supportively. So how, in your view, do these align and play together? Yeah, there is, that's a big question, but I'll just say that it's all about opening up to all your, you know, opening up to your gifts, embracing them, and then really claiming your power to bring it out into the world. So, you know, learning how to do uh, intuitive reads or energy scanning or whatever you want to call it, and then combining that with your ability to um, support people in a space that's conducive for people to become aware of like what's going on for them at a deeper level and then offer solutions um, is is huge because a lot of people like me are they're shy they judge themselves like sales sales I'm going to convince somebody and then they're going to give me money and maybe I just want the money and like oh and my well, God. maybe I hurt them by convincing them to spend right, the money. Yeah. <laughs> I could do I could do really bad even though I'm of highest intent you know like <laughs> yeah yeah exactly the money was will turn me into a megalomaniac. <laughs> so moving through all that stuff's huge. And I know you we're on a, on a break, I think. So. Yeah, we're headed to a break. So let's just dig into some of that when we come back from the break. 
So everyone out there in listener land, uh, I would invite you to spend a few minutes with your pen and paper over the break and write down the things that pop up for you around selling, being in business for yourself, uh, speaking your truth, standing in front of a group or a, or a camera, all of the things that pop up around that for you as things that you may want to work on and hang with us. We'll be right back. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Leave a quick voice message at 520-261-6827. And let me know, how has the show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That number, 520-261-6827. Thank you so much for your feedback. It's crucial in informing where I take the show next. Thank you and go out and live soul first. It's time to unlock some of the best kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We get Guaranteed, it will be the best hour of your week. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America in Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1 866 472 5795. Again, that's 1 866 472 5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, Back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and we are still here with the amazing and wonderful Daniel Hanneman, uh, business coach and consultant extraordinaire, as well as intuitive and channel. So before the break, we had kind of started to open up this can of worms that will frequently pop up for people as they're stepping into this, I'm going to be employed and be my own boss and start my own business kind of world, whether it's intuitively based business or something more mundane like laundry soap, which can still be, I will remind you, a spiritual service if you do it right. Um, so when we start thinking about receiving financially, getting lots of money into our lives, taking on responsibility perhaps for the employment of others and their flow of financial abundance and sales, there's a bunch of crap that pops up for people. What do you notice that commonly pops up for your clients and how do you start to unravel some of that? 
Yeah, I mean, showing up is kind of the big thing. Everybody has a fear of being shot down. I would say that's uh, one of the number one issues that my clients have, uh, along with claiming their gifts, you know, both. So it's both kind of a showing up issue on both levels. So <laughs> yeah, like they don't, they don't, they don't, if they show up, even if they're showing up all the time, they're not showing up as who they really are and with mm. all their, their most awesomest gifts, right? They're not, they're, therefore they're not aligned, therefore they will not be seeing the results they could be seeing or the satisfaction they could be seeing. So they might be having a good time. Maybe their business is at a certain level and they kind of get complacent with that. And like, how can we move some pieces around and just kind of make it better? Yeah. Let's just do only the automation. Let's only do the ads. <laughs> let's only do, you know, like, but like when we, when we uh, open them up and have their full presence and the fullness of who they are coming out to bear, then they can actually make offers of their services. Like that's one of the number one reasons why people don't succeed. They don't even make enough offers of their services. They they offer their service to two or three people a month or something or and if that, yeah. Or, yeah, so I order zero and then they don't have clients. They're like, I don't know why this business is working. Like, yeah, I don't get it. I've been I've been working my manifestation routine yeah, and nothing's come exactly. in. Yeah, exactly. They're working, they're do doing their programs, they're setting up the back end, they're doing their spiritual work, inner work. They're not getting in front of people, right? Right? So it's yeah. like, but I'm working on that. I'm working on my blocks first. So I'm like, you know, at some point, you know, like you can work on your blocks around swimming, you know, forever. Eventually you got to dive in, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> that's a really good analogy. That's the only way you learn to swim is to get in the pool. Yeah, <laughs> Make it. an offer. So yeah. if you've been shy up to this point about having those sales conversations, mm -hmm. um, you know, what, what do you suggest for someone who, who's maybe had a bad history with sales they'd been bullied into buying stuff that they probably didn't want or need you know that it feels manipulative and slimy oh, yeah. to them how do you start to peel some of that away yeah i mean i'll speak to that real quick what you just said there are there are i mean and people i even consider friends because i kind of love everybody right but people i consider friends or sales trainers they will say you don't tell them how you know how it's bad you tell them exactly how bad it's going to get when they don't hire you and you pound on that right you know like it's like a really aggressive uh, <laughs> they see it as they're doing a service because i know what will happen to you if you do not do this but uh, you know come on you don't really yeah, but you don't really know yeah, i mean they don't yeah. know so, so there's a lot of people have been trained in these sorts of methods. I'm not saying everybody does that at all, but you know, again, when you look at uh, people getting lots of sales out there, sometimes those are some of those people, and then you know they influence other people, right? And then that's where we get in this conundrum. So for me, I talk about awakened sales. What we're doing is, I find actually love and truth. You know, love and truth actually sell better than trying to manipulate people anyway. Like it really yeah. does. It works actually better because you're you're just they can feel your sincerity. You sell with sincerity. You know, that's a new phrase of mine. I just actually just came up with it. Sell with, with sincerity. And if you do, if you whatever you do, do it with sincerity and you'll never regret it and you will have incredible results because it'll come with that love and truth. But if you back up, you're like, oh, but I love them a lot, but you didn't tell the truth. You know, yeah. oh, you'll be fine. You don't need to hire me. You're gonna be so good. And, you know, I used to do that and then I had no yeah. sales. But the minute I started saying, hey, you know, this is what will support you best. I, I start taking a stand for people. At least that's what I'm perceiving. What do you get? You know, I will always bring yeah. it 
to the other person. But um, yeah, it's just really bringing your full strength, your full power and truth and love with people. That'll work better than all the NLP techniques in the world and all that. I mean, those are fine as long as they're done again with sincerity and with a, a sense of really wanting to help people. But yeah, it's just like just saying, hey, I'm not going to, I trust myself not to be like one of those weird manipulators anyway. You know? Yeah, exactly. Have more of a diagnostic conversation yeah. with them okay. than a sales conversation. At least that's the way I've found that it works well with me. It's like, okay, we've, we've spread all your stuff out on the table and here's what I see in this pattern that's causing you trouble. Here are some ways you can address it. And one of them obviously is going to be working with me, but I, I'm not married to whether they take my solution or not, right? Because there are ways you can do about 80% of your own work, even in clearing blocks and, and building your business and this kind of stuff. But then there's that 20% where you need a specialist, you need that third party perspective. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. I mean, exactly. That's why we hire people. It's not because we can't do any of it. I mean, hopefully they're only, you know, your coach is only helping you with that 20%. You're <laughs> right? you know, if you're a good well, I mean, they, they can help you with more than that too. Right, right? Right, I mean, right, you right. don't have to be a hardcore DIYer. I mean, there right, right. it's perfectly legitimate to have things done for you sure. that you don't want to spend time doing, that you don't like mm -hmm. doing, that you're not good at doing, whatever bucket that fits in and it's completely legitimate to hire someone else to do that. Yeah, that's why I love you know, I love channeling people's marketing. I mean, you know, that they've got to own it ultimately. Like, it doesn't resonate or not, but often it does. I get a download. I'm just like, here, here. This is what I'm getting to to share or to do or whatever it is, and um, it, it helps people just to wake up to their again their own sense of their truth. Like that resonates for me. I I, I want to go with that, right? Yeah. And there's a resistance sometimes at first because they don't know yet uh, until it drops in all the way but then then it's like wow i feel really empowered i have this clarity i know i'm supposed to offer this i'm supposed to be doing this in my in my uh, business now this is my next step this is what's wanting to happen and i see like this part of me that i haven't let out into my business needs to come into it whether it's being a little stronger a little more aggressive this was part of what i needed to do i I'm not usually seen as real aggressive at all, but like I had to be more like that rather than, oh, you're fine. You know, I'm just going to send some light <laughs> your way or whatever. Like, but do you want to hire yeah. me, by the way? I can't yeah, know. exactly. Yeah. Well, and I, it helped me to reframe that from aggressive to assertive. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, I mean, oh, aggressive people will go beat up on whoever. Right? But assertive, yeah. it's like, here's here's where I am. Here's my boundaries. Here's my stand. Here's yeah. my take. Yeah. You know, I, I, I think this is when I talk to people, what people call sales conversations, I'm only looking to help them. And if you are going to hire me, that's a whole nother like detail. Like I'm just looking at, okay, I'm here to help. How, what are all the ways I can help right now? And then, yeah, okay. It looks like there's still a gap there though. Can I help you with that further? Am I the solution? Is something else the solution? What's going to help you period? What's going to be the best thing for them? And when you do that, then things work out really well. Yeah, absolutely. So when you're dealing with someone who's got, um, what do I want to say, some resistance to the receiving side of things, receiving financially, receiving help, there are many ways in the world in which we receive, receiving love, receiving support. Um, when you've got someone who's 
who's having challenges around this receiving, especially the financial. Let's talk about today. Uh, what do you what do you share with them? Because I, I know I've had clients who've come in and they're like, oh, well, but, you know, I, I had this person in my life who won the lottery or made it big with their business and they completely changed and became this horrible, controlling, monstrous person, right? <laughs> uh, and they don't want to be that way. What, right. what do you tell them? Start meditating and make money. <laughs> <laughs> So that's what I tell. I mean, it's part of what I tell. I tell them a lot of things, right? I tune into them. I see what I can do to support and activate their energy. Or I, I do that remotely with people. And then we have our, our coaching sessions. We work through the blocks. I have people that just like are constantly asking me, okay, what else? What else do we need to work on with my money energy? <laughs> so yeah. we're constantly working at strengthening the signal, right? And one of the yeah. things you can do on the you know, do-it-yourself thing is to, is to uh, meditate and start making money. I, I, I offer a meditation uh, to meditate, make money. And I think that's the Is gift. that the gift for the listeners today? Tell us a little bit about that one then. Uh, you can always find this, this guest gifts at SovereignSelf.media. So that's where you're going to go to get this thing that Daniel's going to tell us about. So tell us about the meditation. Yeah, it's really, I got to say, it's really awesome. <laughs> okay. So what it is, is it's uh, it's an 18-minute meditation that just really helps you relax, get connected, open up the chakra some, gets you attuned with your own guidance of what wants to happen. And beyond that, it's not, it's, there's something with the way I open up the circuitry for you that you'll feel that you'll be like, wow, something's happening. Like energy's turning on inside of me. And that's like that energy transmission that comes through the meditation. So you do get mental clarity on things and new ideas will come in, but it's really probably the biggest part of it is activating energy inside of you that allows you to be more alive energetically and for more opportunities and money. And I definitely have, you know, people that listen to it every day and report that, you know, it continues to grow their business. Uh, even people for two years or more, you know, still listening to it like constantly. So, uh, so anyway, I, give, I had nothing but very positive feedback on that meditation. Beautiful. So if you go to sovereignself.media up at the top of the page will be the link to Daniel's gift. And I think you called it Meditate and Make Money, which is a nice, simple name. Uh, one of the things that I share with people, and this is for the mental side of this, as opposed to the energetic side of that, is my observation is that money and alcohol have a lot in common. And if you have too much of it, it brings out your true nature, whatever that true nature is. Okay, mm -hmm. so spend some time inside yourself and dial into what your true nature is and know that you will be more of that with more money than you are currently being right now. So whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, I will leave that up to you to determine. But I would say if you are concerned that it would make you bad or evil, you probably have nothing to worry about. <laughs> Yes, 100%. As if you're uh, if you're afraid that you're crazy, you're probably perfectly sane. <laughs> right, right. It's always the opposite. Typically. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. What are your final words of wisdom today? We've got about 30 seconds to wrap this up. Yeah. Trust that you are that infinite power that you sense you are and that the thing that keeps calling to you is meant for you. No 
no other power can come in and anoint you to be ready to say yes to that. Ultimately, you have to say yes to it. You have to just say, what's calling to me in my life to bring forth in the world is meant for me, and I'm going to rock it. So that's there you go. So rock your purpose. Thank you for joining me today, Daniel. Thank you to everyone out there in listener land who's joined me today. Thank you, especially to our callers. I know it takes a little bit of chutzpah to call in and ask your question Mm -hmm. live. And I appreciate all of that love and help and support. You can reach me at askzofia at transformationspace.co. If you have any questions or comments on the show, I look forward to hearing from you. And until next week, go out and live soul first. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week, right here 